Welcome, you are in tune to the D&D Football Factory podcast with myself, Double D. D-man in the place. And a special guest this evening. I'm joking. Chad, Goliath, I'm here. Good evening. Good morning, good afternoon, whenever you listen. <laughs> exactly, whenever you listen. You're not a guest, by the way, you're part of this. It's just that you're... Um... Uh, we're having a. It's one of those. Um, what do you call it in Italy? When they do the joint, the joint ownership. I don't know the, what that is, but the joint bread, ownership. This brother's hair. We'll see how long he's hair for. But they still <laughs> do those transfers in Italy. Yeah, the joint, joint. Yeah, it's called ownership. And then you both put in a bid and whoever bid. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. bid. Yeah, yeah, right. So this podcast is in association with the D- Pitch DMM app and the website, obviously, and also the FNX network. So, as he said, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you're listening. If you're, in case you're locked in from uh, Australia or America or anywhere around the world. From a remote know. location. <laughs> exactly, from a remote location. On the, this is the second uh, episode of the pod. On the first podcast, we did uh, what's called Black Panthers in regards to looking at the... What was the... Um, what was the damn uh, out of their skin documentary? Goodness me, look at the out of their skin documentary. So remember, use the hashtag DD Footy Pod and get in your fantasy all black um, Premier League exercise. So continue, you can still continue to do that. But um, we'll get this second pod kicked off, and not that we're coming on the Kendrick Lamar high power tip or a public enemy fight the power, but. We're picking up where we left off from the first pod. We're talking racial tension within football, unfortunately. This just won't go away, will it? It just won't go away. And and I did say on the first pod, um, they're lucky that Goliath isn't here to give to put his um, two pence in. Uh, and we've got Chad here now. So basically, the, the incident that got this kicked off, basically... Um, was at the Chelsea-Manchester City game on the weekend, on Saturday evening. A fan in the crowd was shouting derogatory language at Raheem Sterling. Now, it looked as though it was being racist, what he said, in terms of lip-reading, it being slowed down, they do the close-up on it. He said he called... Um, and it looked as though he called him an, an effing... Uh, Black. That's the best word today. An effing... Black, see you next Tuesday. The man is allegedly, like, allegedly, the man is saying that he called him a mank, see you next Tuesday. And then the next day, Sterling put up an Instagram post and he was saying that he, um, he just had to laugh. He hasn't said what was said, so he hasn't said it was racist. He said he just had to laugh, and people have taken it as. The guy said racist, uh, something racist to him. But he did, his post was about racism and on a wider scale. Yep. And he meant, he did bring up the article, uh, the comparison between the young man City player, the black guy. Yep. And is it uh, Phil Foden? Yeah, Phil, Phil Foden, Foden, yeah. Yeah. How the media spin it in a negative way towards the black person. Yep. Yeah. Now, going back to the, the Sterling incident. Yeah. Like, obviously, we... We know what the majority of people reckon the guy said. Obviously, there's some dispute, whatever. But first and foremost, my thing is, it's the aggression behind it. What kind of a person are you that you spend your 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 good old money to go down to a football? You're fifty odd year old man, and you're going down to a football match to abuse an, an another player. 
People, some people say it's passion. No, it's not passion. It's aggression, bro, yeah. and it, and it's ridiculous. You, you're a grown man. You should know better. But the whole Sterling's post has 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 opened up the debate on a wider scale. Like we said, there's been lots of interviews between ex pros, yep, um, black and white radio personalities, journalists, yep. talking about the the incident. So. <laughs> In some ways, it, it's it's good that it's 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 being it's being talked about. It but happened to bring to bring it to the, bring force, it to the like forefront. The catalyst to... But it's a case of how long will it be at the forefront? Will it be swept under the carpet until yeah. the next incident happens, and next year or in two years' time, is any action going to be taken? And that's the whole thing that I'm taking from it. Everyone's talking about it, but no one's suggesting any action that needs to be taken. And it's not just football. Let's be honest. Football is just. I think John Barnes was saying in his interview. Football is is. A micro aspect of the thing where it's yes. it when it's prevalent in society, yeah, you can't blame football when it's 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 society that is the actual problem. So until they fix society, football is never going to be fixed. That's the way I see it. Exactly, because we've got to be careful in regards to what is fed into the public. So whether he said it or not, uh, something that um, Danny Murphy spoke about on the debate was that that type of conduct shouldn't be allowed in football matches anyway because there's people there with kids and there's people there that don't use the rocketry language at all for them to hear. What made me laugh, guys, uh, that I, um, I know um, Chad Goliath is eager to come in, is that they did a still on the guy saying the alleged things to um, to Sterling and the camera shifted. I don't know if you've seen this well. The camera kind of shifts to the left and does a freeze frame and even the other white people in that section, one of them is like, he's kind of grasped his chest, like he can't believe what, what the guy said. is saying. He's astounded at what he's saying. Is it a case, is it inherited? Um, Goliath, is it in, in, inherited or what exactly do you feel... Is it inherited? Can it be taught out? Like in terms of what was the the case recently? There was um, people being racism. Was it with Chelsea? And rather than punishing them, they're going to send them to a camp to like learn in terms of about anti more about anti semitism and whatnot. What what can be done? Can you people actually learn? Is this just a flashing and pen people talking about it, or is everybody forget about it? Are we going to actually see active things happening to actually make a difference within what is going on? It's a waste of time with these older people. That's 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 a grown man. We're talking about a grown man with that rage anger on his face. There's nothing you can teach him or do with him now. He's when, a lost cause, let's be yeah. yeah. And there are other guys out there as well, um, Piers Morgan and numerous others that excuse me, there's no point having that conversation with these people where in their head they, they, they cannot they cannot even begin to grasp some of the things that we may have been through or the place that we're coming from because of how they've profited from it. And I don't mean profited as in like made money. I'm talking about the positions and the opportunities that they've been given because of who they are, where they are and what colour their skin is. There's, there's no point having conversations with certain people. So as I was saying to, to Dubs earlier... You're looking at the next couple of generations before you're really going to start to see change. You can already see the amount of people coming into the England squads that are from ethnic minorities. I was saying this to you last year. Over the next three or four years, all of those people that are acting like that guy was abusing Raheem Sterling, how are you going to cheer on England? 
they're going to be losing their minds. So, in terms of what you can do, I think Raheem Sterling done the absolute right thing in not really addressing what that person said. You don't want to give that any energy. However, he blatantly pointed out how they view a young black footballer and how they view a young white footballer. I heard what John Barnes had to say. To say that's great, <clears throat> and it depends on how deep you want to kind of get into it. I'd I'd rather keep it at the level that I think it's at, at the moment, which is just talking about it in football. I was actually quite disappointed with what Gary Neville was saying when Raheem Sterling came to him in two thousand and sixteen, oh, and football. yeah, man of football, and what can I do? And Gary Neville turned around and said, "Well, actually, I didn't know how to handle it. You know, I kind of told him to just keep his head down, get on with his football, let his football do the talking." Well, Pellegrini just come out and said that that's what Raheem Sterling needs to do. How can you tell someone that's going through racial discrimination to keep their head down? And just get on with it as if to almost suggest, because this is how we're going to take it, that we're in a position of privilege. There aren't many of us out there in that position of privilege. Be grateful. You've made a you've made a substantial amount of money and a good living from it. In Garen, I don't think that's what he meant by it. I think he that he's not like that. Is it Kitson, whatever his name is? But Gary Neville is, is, is admitting to say, look, I'm I think his position was. I can't fully understand and appreciate what you're going through because I'm not in that situation. I have never experienced it. But he's trying to say, look... Let me be honest. Be the bigger person and ignore it. Which is, maybe, which is wrong, but at the same time, he knows he doesn't know any better how to handle that situation. Gary Neville, yeah. two years ago, is still a fully grown, well-seasoned professional. Right. So for him to turn around and say he didn't know how to address or handle that situation... I don't believe him. So what, what do you? So what's his what's his what's his motives then? There are people in a position of privilege. I.e., is it Henry Winter that has always kind of been relatively vocal about things like yeah, racism, <coughs> right? So yeah. when you're in a position and you see certain things that happen and certain things are going on, you should call out on your colleagues or you should call out on your media. I, I don't want to say friends or competition, but your Right. The cir- so, okay. So the circle so, that you're in. Right. So what, in that scenario, what should, I'm saying, devil Africa here. What should Gary Neville told Sterling? If Sterling says, "What should I do about it?" What should Gary Neville said to Sterling at that point? What you're doing now, you could have done a couple of years ago, and maybe some of us should come out and back you and call these people out as well because it is happening. Gary Neville did not go home after seeing Raheem Sterling go through that, and 24 hours later come out with all of that. I don't believe that. No, no, no. But I'm saying, at, at that point, two years ago, when he addressed him, yeah. what should he have told Sterling to do? What Sterling is doing now, he yeah. should have done two years ago, and we will support you. We will call out these people as well, because Gary Neville can sit here and tell you... He could tell you certain media outlets that are behaving in a way... A lot of these guys could call out the media outlets that we're talking about. We're talking. Let's 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 be honest here, because even Stormzy goes through it as well, right? We're talking about the Daily Mail. We're talking about the Sun and numerous other papers and yeah. even numerous other journalists and 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 talk shows. Yeah. Like you can call these people out, like out yeah. them and yeah. let yeah. them know. Yeah. yeah, you don't want to talk about um, 
racism being unacceptable without talking about the discrimination and the prejudice that comes with it as well. And you know the people and the media outlets that are doing it. So call them out as well as calling out these people in the stands. One thing I've never liked in regards to racism in terms of how, I don't want to say white people because that's generalising, but how we deal with racism in this country is that guy, for example, we will say that's disgusting behaviour lose your season ticket, yeah, he's lost his job and just outcast him and, do you know what I mean? Like, that's it. Right. But we should be, in in, in this gentleman's case, I said maybe even five minutes ago, that it's, it's, it's too late with him. Yeah. But the younger generation, our age, we should be teaching them, like, these are teachable moments to pull them to one side. I agree, yeah. And just have them say, look, this is what we're going through. This this isn't acceptable. How the media are portraying us isn't right, and the narrative needs to change. Like we need to be teaching these people what all all they're doing, even with the younger generation, all they're doing in any walk of life is just getting them out of here as soon as possible and letting them know. Okay, so we've told them it's unacceptable, but actually you need to go further and tell them why it's unacceptable and the effects that it has on these people. Mm. Yeah. So in in regards, obviously, you've just dropped some of the names that obviously we're going to talk about today, but we want to look at what certain people have said, for instance, like John Barnes came on um, BBC Breakfast. Brilliant. And uh, spoke about how he doesn't feel... Just like, basically, what you were just talking about, the fact that it's what gets fed into... What gets fed, the media especially, into society that perplexes these things. So he said that a working class um, black person, for, for instance, as we spoke about, like, white people of a certain class, or uh, uh, be it being middle class or whatever, but he said that, like, the likes of... Uh, he mentioned Stormzy, but he said the likes of uh, Jay-Z, Beyonce, etc., they can't relate to because they have money now so they are not perceived in a certain way within the media because they have money you get what I'm saying but there's more power exactly um, more power so the racism will not reach to them because obviously they do say if obviously they do say if you actually look up racism to an extent I don't want it to sound ignorant but black people cannot be racist like that if that makes any sense because it's racism linked to power. Yeah, they're not right. the ruling. Thank you. Right. It's linked to power, and not a lot of them hold power. You know what I'm saying? So, but um, I think I think you have to you have to word that a bit. Yeah, it's, 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 it's the effect that it has. Thank you. The effect you. that it has it's it's different. Yeah, yeah, because black people can be racist, and yeah, they exactly. are racist. Exactly. <laughs> but it's the and, effect and that has as well. Yeah, is a is a lot different to the if a white person's racist in this particular yeah exactly the threat exactly so um, um, lessons of a threat so what he he was saying feed better things into the community yeah or into society and then things will start to be interpreted differently he for instance in the 80s was given a lot of like he, he had it one of the worst along with the likes of Cyril Regis and um uh, Candleford, who was the first player at Chelsea, etc., the first black player at um, <coughs> Chelsea. Mm. Banana skins being thrown, monkey charts. We don't want you to play for our country, etc. So he he's he's seen it all there. So when those type of players talk, and I'm glad that he was got on there to talk, 
it was good to to hear that aspect because so many discussions have been going on this week without any black right <laughs> without yeah. any black people in there. But my thing is though, yeah. Okay, the way I see it, to, to to make a significant change, yeah, white people have to be educated and they they have to they have to be uh, seen to champion the anti-racism movement basically yeah. to help yeah. basically because if, if you don't get white people on board there's nothing's going to change yeah but why is it taken Raheem has taken a, a beating in the media for years for years yeah, yeah? why is it taken this particular moment <clears throat> for all these other black players mm-hmm. from past and present mm-hmm. to speak up to speak Listen, let me tell you why right my opinion yeah name some of the black players that play for England currently yeah Joe Gomez, Sterling Klein, Daddy Rose, Carl Walker, Jesse Lingard, Ali. So let's go with Danny Rose. If Danny Rose came out and said this, do you reckon it would have got the same attention? No. No. Why? Because. He's not as high profile. He's not it? as high profile as Sterling, and he's not had the same type of stories. If he's not think, vilified that. Sterling. Yeah, he's not vilified that. Sterling is. It's the same with Rashford. <laughs> T- tied into. Let's say, for example, saying off right? of, off, let's say for example, okay. that it was it was Danny Rose. Yeah. Yeah, and um, let's say for example that the same stories were in a paper about Danny Rose. If Danny Rose came out and said what Raheem Sterling said. Do you again? Do you think it would have the same? When you say the same story to me from back in the like for yeah, the last yeah, couple of yeah, years, yeah, they've yeah, been yeah. focused on Danny Rose. Yeah, 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 it would. I don't think so. I think because Raheem Sterling. Let, let's 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 be honest. Who's England's best player at the moment? Raheem Sterling. I think that has more to do with the fact that people want to listen now because if Raheem Sterling turns around and says, do you know what, if I don't feel like I'm being backed, if I feel like this country's not supporting me, do you know what, I might not want... Like, look at Ozil, for example. Yeah. Yeah. If Raheem Sterling turned around and said, do you know what, imagine if some of these English players actually did come out and start saying, I don't know what he's talking about. Yeah. If Raheem Sterling turned around and said, I don't want to play for this country no more, that would be a madness. Yeah, that would be huge. Which, it'd be a madness, but we'll, and and I I also reckon a few players yeah might follow suit and think you know what I support him. No, but, but that's that's fine. But what I'm saying is not not just current players. Mm. I'm talking about players from the, of old as well. They've now become so vocal about it because they're the ones who experienced it a lot yeah, more yeah, as well. No, yeah. Why is it is taken this? They was never opening their mouth back in the day. And being listened to, they would get told, "Shut up, you black whatever," and sit down. right. But but then they've they've since left the game, yeah. So they they've they've got nothing to lose. Why not come out before before this? You're in a position where you, you're in the media now, yeah. John Barnes is in the media. Ian Wright's in the media. All of them are in, in the media. But yeah, it's taking this for them to. You know the role that Ian Wright has been playing on TV for the last... Ian Wright is one of my favourite Arsenal players, if not my favourite Arsenal player ever. You know the role Ian Wright has been playing in the media for the last however many years. Let's be honest. He was considered the jester, the joker. I'm not going to use the word. And that's why he left um, Match of the Day. That's why he left the BBC at a stage and obviously they were able to renegotiate because he thought that they were laughing. They was, they was. He was going on there and looking like a jester. Is anything gonna change? No. So then, why are we talking about it? In 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 a word, this sounds really disgusting, right? Mm -hmm. 
until the older generation are dead and gone, until maybe even some people, the generation above us and the one above us, and even some people in our generation, until they're, 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 they're gone, because with some of them, they're just a lost cause. I don't understand what can drive you, because talking about that Raheem Sterling thing, you're right. It's the anger right and the yeah. fury yeah, and the, the fury. rage yeah, he yeah, is yeah. feeling even though I, I, I swear Chelsea were even winning at that point yeah. <laughs> the yeah. rage you are feeling at someone to come and collect a football you cannot at however old he is yeah. he looks like he's 60 you can't take that out of him he's no. a lost cause yeah. forget him whoever whoever he's been around an influence in terms of his children forget them as well right so you're talking about our generation and maybe the generation below and the generation below before you really start to see any change and people listening. And some of these footballers, like Ty, I think it was Tyrone Mings, was supposed yeah. to go on TalkSport and in the end he turned around and went, yeah. nah, I'm not going to go on there. Yeah. No, you should have gone on there. Yeah. The reason you should have gone on there is because if you're not going to go on there, you need to speak to every other black person or every other ethnic minority and everyone needs to do the same thing. We all need to sing from the same page. If everyone decided to boycott all of these places or, like, I'm not going to come and work for you guys no more, yeah. or maybe let's start our own organisation or our own union where we actually really do stick together, unless you band everyone all pulling in the same direction, yeah. we're not going to make no change. We can make change in terms of things like getting Black Panther to be the number one hit film in however many years, but when it comes to serious issues like this... We're not that serious. <laughs> we're not that serious about it. So if you're going to get everyone singing from the same page and really just turning around and just saying, you know what, let's just shut everything down, as in, like, we're not going to talk to you, I'm not going to play for England while this is going on, unless you really decide to, to, to go hard and make an impact, no, I don't think you're going to see much change in it. It's nice, just... it's nice to have a conversation about it at yeah. the moment. Yeah. But I, I, the, the one thing I liked about the whole Sterling thing of what it's uh, the incident and his tweet is the fact that it's a, it's it's we've come away from this thing that oh racism it doesn't it's not it's not really that bad in football it's yeah. not that bad in society yeah, yeah. blah blah because the way he talked about subtle racism yeah yeah yep. it opens up a whole new kind of worms now so yep. people understand now that it's not just have to be so overt so so obvious. Mm. It has never gone away. Yeah. This is a different form of racism in a different form. Yeah, exactly. And that's what um, he was saying. Barnes said that as well. David Lewis has said that as well. That yeah. It's never gone away. It's just, as you said, subtle racism. So it was good to see the likes of Oliver Holt, the likes of Danny Murphy on the debate when they had Sol Bamba yeah. from Cardiff on there and they had Darren Lewis from the Mirror on there as well talking that they may have fed into that sort of racism, but they're learning. Danny right. Murphy said he was commentating on a game back in the summer and he called a black player a beast and he was nudged <laughs> by his commentary partner and, like, to make him think kind of what... Yeah. Are you looking at what you said? You said that about a black player. Right. And Murphy has said that he's never said that again. I know that um, Jonathan Liu, um, who's from the Independent, I believe... Um, who works for Kick Out as well, pulled up Rob Palmer on calling a Portuguese player, I think it was, a um, a beast right. back in um, qualification. And um It's a la- it's a lazy term to to be using. Yeah, yeah and, and you know, it, it it it's too stereotypical, it's wrong. But my whole f- to to play Devil Africa again, mm. on the flip side, yeah. Does it make things more difficult to for 
white journalists, white uh, media pundits and stuff like that to criticise a black player, yeah. deservedly so, yeah. but then it will come off as, oh, you're picking on him you're right, because he's black. Yeah. Because where do you draw the line? Because there's going to be instances where a, a white journalist will yeah. slate yeah. a Lukaku or a yeah. Pogba yeah. or this whatever. And some of the people that hold on a minute. Are you being racist? When they're just being genuinely criticised. And this critical. is my issue. This is I'm, I'm, I'm so glad you said that. Very, very well done for bringing that up. And I don't mean that in a condescending tone, right? But we need to stop playing the race card every single, single time. time. Yeah, Because then that makes it harder for the yeah. real proper issues to be looked at to and taken yeah. more seriously. Because another thing that they were saying was that certain times whole etc that said that when they talk about racism they get attacked mainly on Twitter or wherever on social media platforms because they say oh you're just jumping on the bandwagon yeah. oh that wasn't racist and they feel intimidated to speak out on it you look, so, at, you look at Pogba Pogba's doing us no favour <laughs> I'm sorry he's been playing so trash yeah but it, it as, it as a black person you cannot defend him because yeah. even when they say he's lazy yeah. he's this yes you know I know um Adrian Darwin talked about you know the, the tag of lazy attributed to blackface like Lukaku whatever whatever yeah. when he, he, agrarian people get the, the benefit of the doubt whatever yeah. but Pogba's lazy bro yeah, yeah? he's lazy <laughs> yeah. so, so when a man says he's lazy <laughs> man can't say that's racism yeah, that's and I've seen on Twitter people say oh you know if this was a white man you wouldn't say this yeah, blah, blah. Yeah, no yeah, the brother's yeah, lazy yeah, yeah. he's flopping week in week out week in week out <laughs> and he's doing us no favours yeah. Yeah? yeah but when a man criticises him it's like, oh, there's an agenda there. <laughs> now, why is that? Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, so thank you. As you said, you can't play the race card. You can't do it every single time because there are some cases where they're just addressing the player for what it is. But what they said again on the debate was that the likes of Morata, for instance, when he's, he's not just working, trash. when he's, he's not trash. working, they don't say that, oh, he's... Um, um, they don't say that he's being lazy. They say, oh... He's not with it today, yeah. or he's not on it, or he could have tried harder there. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. As you said um, on 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 the last one, you've been around when you've been at Celeste Park, some Palace fans, and you're begging that a black player doesn't make a mistake because you can tell that the way they're talking yeah. and the undertone of that, you can sense that they will absolutely like they will they will rip into it. I remember back when Darius Russell missed the penalty for England. I was thinking. I, do not want to know what is being said in white households right now with the dude. And as you said, the likes of like Titus Bramble, who when he, Aye, used that to play was peak. For, when he um, played for Newcastle, for Newcastle, and I'm in the Newcastle uh, away fans with them, and he's messing up and they're slating him time after time. Me and my brother look each other like, it's coming, you know? It's coming. It's, yeah, coming. it's coming. Any coming. moment now, it's coming. I have a lot of people. <laughs> my friend that... said, no, he is. He's a, he's, 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 <laughs> he's a lot of um, uh, my, I know a lot of black people from back in the day that support. Chelsea and they used to tell me things going to Stanford Bridge and that things that were said for instance about um, Frank Sinclair yeah. Michael Jubry and these players there so it doesn't help when the player has had a game or a sequence of games where they're p- performing below par or scoring lots of own goals like has been the case of some of the aforementioned players yeah. but, but so as you said you can't play the race card all the time because sometimes it's just they just deliver football critique in terms of what they would do with any other player and but, then also not 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 to not to make people sound like they're stupid, but let's 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 actually say what the term racism means, right? Mm. 
prejudice, discrimination or antagonism directed against someone of a different race based on the belief that one's own race is superior. superior. That is what racism means. Just because that guy turned around, even in the crowd, just because that guy turned around and may have said, you black C-U-N-T, I'm not saying that he isn't racist, but I'm saying, again... We need to we need to we need to look on the term and that's why I think it was definitely good that Raheem Sterling addressed what was happening in the media mm-hmm. rather than focusing on what that guy said. Yeah, okay, that was funny, I laughed it off, but actually these are the two stories we need to focus on. This story was put up two similar footballers of the same age, one black, one white, this is how this was portrayed, that is how that's portrayed. That is what we're talking about when we're talking about racism. Yeah. When you get technical with it and break it down, like so that. again, the focus really needs to be on how we are perceived and treated and portrayed mm-hmm. in the media mm-hmm. and how we're written about. So, when we're talking about racism and is that going to change, that's a question that needs to be thrown back at the media. Mm-hmm. So, actually, Gary Neville, Piers Morgan, mm-hmm. whoever else, mm-hmm. Dave Kitson. <laughs> Adrian Durham what are you guys going to do going forward to change the narrative so that it's not like that anymore yeah yeah, yeah. This is, and this is exactly what, exactly what it is For, and also as well that's going to include you're going to need more BAME you're going to need more, more blacks more Asians etc more people of mixed minorities within the media we and um, a representation of society. Yeah, to give a better and more balanced representation of what's Someone going on. Someone actually had the cheek to turn around and say the reason you ain't getting the jobs is because actually you might not be as good as you think you are. Really? <laughs> well, look at Sol Campbell, for instance. We spoke about him on the first podcast. He's coming across that people are saying that bravado and um, full of himself and arrogant and ignorant in terms of what he said thus far since getting the Macclesfield job. But... If a white manager had been saying these things, like for instance, when Jose Mourinho, fair enough, obviously he'd won the Champions League. Jose Mourinho um, called Jose, himself the special Jose one. Jose Mourinho was the special one when he landed at Stafford. <laughs> Let's keep it real. So Campbell ain't done nothing. Yeah? I heard that interview and I thought, you're, you're, you're setting yourself up for failure, you idiot. Yeah? That's what I felt. Yeah? Mm, mm. Forget the ignorance. I don't know about the ignorance, but the mm. arrogance came across in that. Yeah. yeah? I'm not saying it's wrong, yeah. but he was arrogant with so it. So what has Frank Lampard said that makes you think he should just walk straight into a championship job at Derby? It's not about no. Frank Lampard hasn't said anything. He hasn't said anything. I'm talking about what Sol Campbell said yeah. at his press conference, yeah. yeah, which was arrogant. Yeah, I don't care. Frank Lampard has not been arrogant. Yes, he's been he's been selected because let's be honest, his connections and 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 the shade of his skin. Yeah. Like, let's be let's kill the spade a spade. Yeah. but he's not arrogant. He hasn't come across arrogant. Yeah, yeah. 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 My man's managing Macclesfield. Yeah. <laughs> Humble yourself, mm. yeah. Mm. Don't you're setting yourself up for failure because if you do fail now, yeah. they're gonna laugh at you, bro, yeah. and they're yeah. gonna quote this this thing, yeah. So just chill a little bit. John Barnes, Paul Inch, them man ain't had a job since. Yeah, we spoke about Would that. Would you hire John Black Barnes or Paul Inch? Let's be real. Let's call this made a spade, yeah? Them man are useless, yeah? No pun intended. Them man are useless. No pun intended. Yeah? As we said, as we said before. Thierry Henry. Now, don't even start that, brother, <laughs> please. We're going to have... Monica have actually picked up some... Uh, some oh, some, some three more points. points. We'll, we'll get to that later. We'll, we'll, we do the European roundup because yeah, on the Ter- radio Ter- show, Ter- obviously... Thierry Henry will get more grief than Gary Neville ever got as well. <laughs> Manager, yeah, 
Vavavum. Vavavum, yeah. He's driving himself away from any other jobs. That's what he's doing, my brother. And he's Renault, you know what I mean? We'll get more to that later because we do the European roundup. Because on the radio show, because it's a morning show, we don't get the space, I would say, to be able to tackle certain topics. And obviously, because of the language here as well, it's a lot more heavier here on the podcast. A bit of freedom. We've been given a free role by the manager to, 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 me, to be able to have, have a shot when you want to. If you see the pass, play the pass. Think it over <laughs> the top if you need to. You know I mean? But, um, you know, so... But, but it, I want to continue, though, to look... Because we, we've got to bang it out. All what We're here together. Feel to be as controversial um, as you... As, as you need to, really, because we, we're doing this on the Saturday. So, we spoke about Piers Morgan, spoke about John Barnes, Dave Kitson now. We're going to come, we're going to do a little talk sport for a couple of minutes. Dave Kitson. Dave Kitson's and a racist. Adrian Durham. I couldn't believe, I, I couldn't, and the thing is, he was there in his Adidas, <laughs> in his Adidas top as well. And it like he actually believed the stuff that he was feeding out there. He, he, no, nothing to say or interpret that the fact of that he was racist. He was just trying to say that Raheem Sterling, basically, to paraphrase, has brought it on himself by giving out a flash lifestyle. Brother, he's the type to say Rosa Parks was attention-seeking when she sat on the bus. <laughs> Brother, he's, he's, he's whatless. Have you seen the instinct? He tried to delete a lot of posts of his yeah, Instagram. Yeah, he deleted a lot of yeah. posts of him with car, flashy with cars, flashy cars, yeah, um, at a shooting ranch. And him all that taking was... a piss at a black brother in a store saying, oh, well, Oh, yes, that was well, but yeah, yeah, the guy that was working in Tesco. And yeah. he deleted all that down because we're, we're on to you, mate. We're on to you. I forgot he I forgot he was a professional footballer. I don't know who he is. I forgot, I forgot, I forgot who Dave Kitson was. Did he play for Reading? I th- yeah, Reading. And, that, I think he was okay, at Stoke cool. for a bit he as played, well. I swear he played for Newcastle. Kisson? No, that's the other one, isn't it? Steve, just about Steve, Steve oh, Sidwell. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Someone, someone bought a picture of saying all ginger because basically they were saying that it was as though he was making out that all blacks look the same because of the world better thing. They bought a picture of Dave Kitson and said, This is Dave Kitson in action. And it was actually a picture of Steve Sidwell, which, um, yeah, I found that. Um, uh, quite funny, but as you said, he's deleted posts because I saw someone come on there, and again, I would say that is a display of ignorance as well as any racial tension that that might feed into because you've said things and you've not even looked at your own Instagram. So you're saying that Raheem has influenced this by the post that he's made on Instagram, but you've not even checked that your your own Instagram and then you've had to go back and delete pictures to cover your tracks to align with what you're saying. But people, what you have to understand is that social media police are better than the actual police. They are onto you. So they will heard what you say, they'll look at whether you've got a Facebook, Instagram, whatever, and they're going to screenshot until their heart is content. <laughs> so you can delete all you want to. It's still going to do its bits yeah. and circle around uh, circle um, around the internet. And obviously that's what you said about Tyrone Miggs earlier. That was why he decided not to come onto Tool Sports. I couldn't believe that from Gitson. No, but that's exactly right. why he should have gone in. Go, go yeah, on there point and from another call black, him out. Yeah. Call him out. Call him out. Punch by, him out. By, by, by name. By, by name. Um, because um, I'm looking for it and it looks like TalkSport have taken it down. Very possibly. Very possibly. Check in the group chat because one of you, I think D, uh, Darren sent it to uh, the group. So check if that link's still up because someone would have screen grabbed it and put it up there. It, it won't go. It, 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 it won't go. But um, same as well. Also on TalkSport as well, something that I wanted to address because I've criticised him a lot of times, but I thought it was very powerful what Adrian Dyer had to say because obviously I asked a question earlier about whether 
it can look at as being inherited when he was saying that basically he saw um what was it that he saw he uh, the people that he was around whether it be parents family whoever uncle, used the, the w word the, the which w i'm word, assuming yeah. was wog right yeah. until he saw someone get abused at school and they used that name when they were beating him up. Yeah, we used him up, but then he actually realised how, how heavy it was, yeah. how effective it was, and that it was a derogatory term. So, teaching as well from parents, etc. Let's be real, racism is learned. It's not, it's, you're not yeah. born racist. Yeah, you're not racism born racist, is racist, it's learned. So, it's, 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 it's <coughs> how you grow up, the society you grow up with, yeah. the people you grow up around, yeah, that will influence you, and the stuff that you can get away with. Yeah. I found the clip for those that want to hear the, um, the Dave Kitson. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Let's let's yeah, let's play, 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 it, play it. Let's play a little bit of this. This racism, in any way, shape, or form, is disgusting. I do believe that um, players make themselves a target. You know why Raheem Sterling? There, there's there's other black players on the pitch. Okay, every single week. Um, I just think that we have a duty of care to ourselves as as footballers. Um, to be a little bit careful with social media and the way we portray ourselves. You know, jealousy is uh, is an awful thing amongst uh, the human race. I'm going to stop it there because we don't really need to hear no more. <laughs> so, so what, that, that 50-year-old, 60-year-old man was jealous of Raheem Sterling, that's why you racially abused him? Yeah. That, that's what you say. And, and Sterling's so. fault for, 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 for... So that man seen Sterling's social media and yeah. thought, right... I'm yep. not happy about this. <laughs> let me let me racially abuse him when he comes with full of football. <laughs> I want to say he was 60 years old. He's probably... He, the man doesn't even know what Twitter is. Yeah, he doesn't he probably know what Twitter is. Did Raheem Sterling go on his Instagram and, and insinuate that he had six baby mothers because he's got a uh, Jamaican background? Those those stories, right. were, those stories were fed him from day dot. Man had one child. They were talking about how he had eight children. I think, I, think, I think the Liverpool fans started that. I went to no, no, before, before <laughs> yeah. that. I went to <laughs> I went to Ghana in 2013, and they were asking me, oh, um, is it true that he's got four, five, six, seven?" Right now, up until last month, someone said to me at work, "I swear he's got like three or four kids." <laughs> and for the record, I'm not going to go with the narrative that Liverpool started this either. We started before then. No, nah, joking. So not before then. We're drawing dead, but not because by Liverpool, yeah. even if you're mm. gonna go off a of Brendan Rodgers turning around and saying him, him about about him focusing on the money and being greedy and this that and the third, did you watch the um, the clip that I posted where they was having a training session and Brendan Rodgers was talking about how um, players need to, to to focus and that and he looked at Raheem and goes, "If you say steady one more time." You'll be on the plane back. Yeah, 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 because of the back chat. Yeah, that was on the, when Liverpool had the little documentary series, and this is Liverpool on Channel 5. Listen, even even if you want to pull up that and say, oh, see, this is kind of where it all started from Liverpool putting out this narrative that he was greedy and portraying him to be a bad guy and this, that, and the other. Yeah. Even, right, even if you run that narrative and say, okay, so that's where it started, does that justify... What's happened since then? But they 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 were they were instrumental in vilifying him. They were instrumental in vilifying him and making him out like he was a greedy something something when he wasn't. The man what he knew his worth, they didn't want to pay it, he went on to bigger, better things. Yeah? End of. He didn't yeah. help himself with that BBC interview he did did he with No, that, but with players that, make mistakes with, with that woman who No, I'm saying he was yeah. young. I'm just saying no, yeah. no, no, no. He was naive, but the age that he was at, I expect that. But the BBC knew what they were doing. The woman drew him in and asked him particular questions like, oh, do you like playing at wing-back and whatnot, whatnot. And then he's going in. He probably watched back and he thought, what have I done here? But yeah. at the time, you're going to... I mean, you, you've answered the questions accordingly. You've answered the questions accordingly. They probably assigned him maybe someone to do whether media training or whatever. But, you know, so... I want to play a little bit more of the, um, the Dave Kitson. Hang on a minute. 
the human race. And it, it, I, I, I trawled through Raheem Sterling's Instagram feed this morning to find that a lot of what he put on in his early days has now been deleted. Uh, and it was, look at my cars, look at my house, look at this bathroom, look at, look at this, look at that, look at me. Um, right. <laughs> now, like he said, Sterling's Instagram may have well been like that. When and ha, look how how old Sterling is now, mm-hmm. yeah. So imagine what age he was when it, young people do that. Yeah, yeah. not making excuses, but you're young. You you, you got a lot of money. Yeah. Blah, blah. Dave Kitson's Instagram is full of that. So it was full of that, <laughs> and you're a grown ass man. So right. what's your excuse? Ta- ta- time out. Do you believe that Dave Kitson went onto his Instagram and was asking himself, "Where was this post? Where was this post? Where was this post? Where was this post?" On whose Instagram? Sterling. Sterling's. I don't believe that Dave Kitson has ever really gone through Raheem Sterling's yeah. Instagram. He might have tried to do that. Yeah, no, he wouldn't have done. Because and he come said, to this conclusion. Yeah. So he's had a conversation with someone in the pub or in his house or whatnot, and he's here saying, uh, yeah, yeah. No, do you know what he's done? He's looked at the previous newspaper clippings about Sterling's thing because yep. the bathroom thing was in there and yep. the thing. Yep. The car thing was in there. So that's, that's all yep. he's done. He's looked at the, the, how they they portrayed him in the media yep. about his posts and, he, and he's focused on that. He ain't looked at nothing. Okay. He hasn't looked at nothing. Bit more. That's going to antagonise people. Now, that is no excuse whatsoever for so abusing it? somebody. No. Um, but you sow a seed amongst people who, who are not racists. Um, not to like that particular person because they don't want to see that in their faces every day. Now when you go onto Raheem Sterling's Instagram, it's here's a goal I scored last week. Here's me in a kid's hospital. Here's So someone's got hold of him and said, look, you can't do that anymore. But that seed has already been planted in people's heads. What's that got to do with racism? What has that got to do with racism? You know, you know, you know, you know the problem with that? Because talk sport is so known and is so a part of the football culture as much as people like to criticise it this has been seen and some people are going to think that because he's come on yeah. that station of of such a high magnitude right that he's actually researched it properly so they're going to take that as gospel when that does nowhere near tell the full story yeah. as obviously you've just gone into mistakes people do when they're younger when they post stuff you know what I'm saying so this is the problem at hand here Listen, racism ain't going away. Yeah, Sterling, Sterling's blowing it up, rightly so. But let's see what develops. So why am I seeing Piers Morgan's name here, Dubs? No, because obviously I've really partially spoken it, but basically the way that Piers was talking to... Um, and it's not even just to link with just footballers in terms of knife scram, whatever he's spoken about. On Monday, they had Darren Lewis from The Mirror, who we've mentioned, and Clark Carlisle on... Um, to talk about the Sterling incident. And Piers just doesn't seem to get it. He's been going back and forth from Saturday night, Sunday morning with um, Henry Winter on, on Twitter, even before Let's um, be honest, Good Morning right? Britain on Monday. And, him, and, and, he, and he asked Henry Winter, does he think that the press are um, racist towards Sterling? And Henry Winter said, yes, just one word answer, because that's all it is. Then Henry Winter wrote a brilliant, brilliant article um on Sterling, which um, wait, let me let me let me let me, let me, I'll, I'll, let me get an excerpt. Or Piers an excerpt Morgan does understand. Let's let's make that abundantly clear. He just knows what gets attention. Well, you saying click click clickbait, drawing viewers yeah, to the to, to the whether show. it's clickbait, whether it's the fact that you know you're in a certain position. And again, I used to say this to you, Demon, back in the day, right? Before you had this world wide web. 
and social media and access to information everywhere. Number one, you could leave your phone at home in the early 2000s, let alone the 90s. You could leave your phone at home 10 years ago, let's say, and it'd be okay. You leave your phone at home now, even if you're late for work, you have to go get that. Mm -hmm. That's number one. Number two, the only way you were seeing anything on the media about anyone black, whether it was hip-hop, whether it was football, whether it was basketball, was in the media. You couldn't go and see this information readily yourself as to what we was getting up to or what we was doing. It was being fed through the media. So they could tell you whatever they wanted and you believe it. Mm. So again, the focus has to be on the media, not even necessarily learnt behaviour, which... I'd say half of it is, but a big portion of it is 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 the nonsense that these people spit to us. There you go. So if they keep feeding, so Henry Winter's article, he wasn't um, <laughs> he wasn't he was he wasn't cutting any sack. He just put it straight out there. Um, he said the the title of it was Raheem Sterling gets this level of abuse because he's black. And he said, breaking news for those in the media reporting that Raheem Sterling's new house in Cheshire boasts a free car garage. Well, it did when he bought it, but it doesn't now, as the fitness-conscious Manchester City and England player quickly transformed it into a gym to work out after training. He said, for those in the media obsessing about the size of Sterling's garden, well, he redesigned part of it into a pitch with full-sized goals so he can practice his finishing. So it was made out when showing house or whatever, like as though, oh, look at this, what he's done with the free car garage and whatnot, but that's actually how the house was when he bought it. He changed it. Mm. They won't tell you that he changed it, though, because they want you to feed into that narrative yeah. to put that negative mm. narrative around him. And he's racist, and people will deny that. Piers was um, talking, uh, saying that uh, basically the treatment of Sterling is no different to a Gascoigne or a Rooney. Um, for example, which is the same thing that Sean Custis was saying when he was having an argument with Poet from Copper 90 when we were at BT Sport, when he was saying that, oh, he doesn't see anything wrong with the way that Sterling is interpreted um, within the, the, within the media. And then he was saying he didn't understand why he had the gun tattoo. And Piers was saying as well that he doesn't agree with it, but that's not for you to understand. His dad was shot by a gunman. That is his tribute to his dad. That's all that you need to know. You don't need to know about any other intangibles or tangible things about it. You don't have to understand. That doesn't mean that because you don't understand it that you have to write negatively on, on, on it but this is it what they do because they wasn't happy with the answer well actually this is what you should go and do well actually you should just fuck off <laughs> and I think that's a perfect way to end this racism debate because <laughs> <laughs> we've got a lot more to get through because we could spend, talk about this racism for the, for the rest of the night to be fair because it's not going away it's a big topic right. and I'm sure it will come up in the future as well do you see any major changes Last, last, last point to wrap up. Yeah. Do you see any major changes that will really impact how racism is seen in football? Do you see any major changes coming out of this? Nope. The journalists, the journal, the, the, the some journalists may think twice before they write unnecessary stuff about Raheem Sterling, <laughs> but other players. But I mean, look, the agenda is the agenda in it. I don't think they're going to start suddenly praising Raheem Sterling and and not writing these, these pieces about him. They're waiting for him to slip up in yeah. any way, shape or form and they will just put it out there. But races, the whole subtleness, subtle nature about it will always exist. Yeah? You might see more more uh, bands in the stand and all that fi- uh, fans find and uh, clubs find and stuff like that. And 
you know, for a while, people it will be seen to, that we're a collective making an effort. But you assume we've got to type in it. You assume we've got to type. That's the way I see it. Yeah, so um, shout out Henry Winter because from day I remember Dilute uh, messaged him on Twitter and um, asked him why he thinks the press have been so negative towards Sterling in particular. And um, he said that he felt, and this was a while ago, he felt that Raheem Sterling was England's best player and he's um, a nice person. How many he's interviewed him on numerous occasions, he finds a shout out every winter. Shout out to the likes of Darren Lewis who've been fired it. Lord Oosley has stepped down as to kick it out, um, the head of kick it out, because he feels that there's not been, basically, to paraphrase what he said, doesn't feel there's been a drastic change within things, though he started it in 93, to, um, obviously the aim was to kick it out, but it does seem like we've gone backwards. We'll touch on, uh, a little bit on it on the show, but as Diva said, we're going to move on to other topics, because we could sit here and talk about this for two hours, there's so much more I want to discuss, but <laughs> the, the clock is ticking, so... On um, Saturday's Footy on Top show, we spoke briefly about last week Luka Modric being awarded uh, Ballon d'Or. So we'll do that before we go into the European League uh, roundup. So um, we had conspiracy, DJ Conspiracy ringing the talk on it as well. I'm fine with Luka Modric winning the um, Ballon d'Or. He was phoning me all day Saturday as well. Shout out Conspiracy. Yeah. Yes, and you're fine with, with Modric winning it. I'm yeah? fine with Modric. I'm fine with Modric. I called it in the summer that he went to win it. I'm fine with it because the simple fact that Cristiano didn't get it. <laughs> yeah? I'm just, I don't care. Yeah, you saying anyone but Cristiano? Yeah, I'm just happy that <laughs> Hashtag. he has to wait to, 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 to surpass Messi's total of, of five. So they're both on five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The next one who gets it, mm-hmm. that's it. That's it. That's it. So it's the think, winner. So you think they've only got one more between they've the two of them? They've only got one yeah? more between the two of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you think? Do Messi's, yeah. Messi's two years younger than. Um... Yeah, I do. I do. Because until Barca drastically change, yeah, <laughs> Messi's got one last Champions League victory in him, yeah. But until they change, he ain't getting no more than that. So he, he needs to get it this season, or he's not getting it again. Same with Ronaldo. If Ronaldo don't get the, the Champions League, he's not getting it either. And I think that's the end, and definitely the end for Ronaldo. Because as much as he wants to stay on top of his game and that, nah, the new, the new, the new charge is coming through. The new, the new lot are coming through, and it's refreshing to see a midfielder win it. I don't think it was... Uh, personally, I don't think it was uh, a dead cert that he should win it because he didn't win the World Cup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, No, he got to the final. He got to the final, mm-hmm. yeah, but you lost the World Cup. Yeah. Yeah, standard. And mm-hmm. normally the World Cup winner should really win the Ballon d'Or, mm-hmm. innit? Like, but he had a very good season. But I don't think I don't think he was head and shoulders above anybody else to win, to, to win the Ballon d'Or. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't think he had a very good season. He had a very good season, so I'm not really... No, my main gripe is that Messi came fifth. I didn't expect yeah, Messi that, to make the podium. That, that, that was the biggest. That was what the was the top five point, in order? Modric, Modric, Cristiano, Griezmann, yeah. Mbappe, and then um, Messi. Messi. Now Messi's outscored all of them. All of them. Mm-hmm. He won the league. He what would you have put your top five as? Top five. Me personally, as much as it pains me, I would have given it to Cristiano. Yeah, to, to win it. Mm-hmm. I would have, I would have said Mbappe second. Why Cristiano over Modric? Because Cristiano, I don't. <sighs> because because as we spoke about on the show, this is where it gets tricky. Yeah. As we spoke about on the show, yes, he was instrumental in the Champions League campaign. 
but that was because he was rested because Real Madrid was so far back in the league and he wasn't scoring yeah. so he was given fully blown rest yeah. before the Champions League game so to fire in the Champions League and I don't know if all the technicalities were looked at yeah. in I mean, the voting let's be honest he was top scoring in the Champions League yeah. and they won it however yeah. he didn't score in the final yeah I don't know if he scored in a semi. Yeah, he did. I can't remember who they played in the semi. I wear what. Who did you play in the semi? Wasn't it Juventus? Was that semi? Yeah, probably. Yeah, it yeah. was. Yeah, he scored so over. Yeah, he scored over. He scored probably argue one of the goals of the tournament. But I just don't think if you're not going to give it to a World oh, Cup winner, huh? Was it Bayern or Juventus? Didn't they play Juventus in the quarters? Yeah, Bayern in the semis. I don't know. Yeah, because yeah. Bale scored the bicycle in the. Bell's goals again. That was against Liverpool. Oh, yeah, top, 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 top. Sorry, thanks, Steve. Sorry, mate. <laughs> thanks. I don't know. I don't know. It could have gone either way. But yeah, to me, yeah. if I don't think because Modric didn't win the World Cup, mm-hmm. I would have rather you. I could see. I would if you give it to Mbappe. Yeah. Then I would, or, but again, because remember Griezmann. Griezmann was top, we were top scorer. Oh no, Kane was top scorer. Remember, well. we were going hammer and tongs in the group when I was saying that Mo Salah should win the uh, PFA Player of the Year because I said these awards should be given to the best individual. Right. Because remember, when Gareth Bell won two, yeah. what did Tottenham do in the league in those seasons? Yeah. I don't want to Individual them, season, Messi was better than all of them. <laughs> Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I haven't got a problem with Modric, but I'm saying that if Messi had won it as well, yeah. then that would have it would have been justified because who individually was better than Messi that yeah. did it in the I league have, and the look, Champions League. There's no grab Modric winning they, it. Yeah. They wanted to break the monopoly. Yeah, didn't but they? Messi yeah. finishing fifth is a farce. I'm oh sorry, no, of course it's a farce. farce. It is of course it's a farce. I mean, I I didn't expect him to make the podium, although he should have. But fifth. You're telling me this brother's the fifth, yeah, the fifth, fifth best season in the world. I would have bought second. I would have bought Rafael Varane second. Or if he won it like Cannavaro did in 06, I wouldn't have had a problem with it. Mm. Because he won the World Cup and he won the Champions League. And he's been outstanding for years. Yeah. Yeah. Do you reckon he'll go to a defender again anytime soon? No. I don't think so. And nah. that's unfortunate. But recently, if you Unless Van Dijk wins the European Cup. <laughs> if you look at the state of some of the uh, attacking players, it very well could do. Because we look at Neymar as being the hair of the throne. But with the madness that Mbappe is doing, Neymar's not getting any younger. I wouldn't see that, 27? No? Neymar's not getting any younger. The whole point of leaving was to get it either yeah. last year or this year. That was the but whole if, point if, of leaving. If Van Dijk, Dijk hypothetically, Van Dijk with the Premiership and the Champions League, he, he's getting, the, he's getting it. He's getting the ballon. That guy, you know. He'll get the ballon. That guy, that guy. He will be the. He's the more likely defender to get the ballon d'Or next. Yeah, in my opinion. Yeah. To go off on a tangent quickly. Yeah. You think Neymar staying? I think. I don't think he's got a choice. I think he'll end up back in Spain. In fact, no, no, no. Let me let me rephrase that. He is staying because. Well, it depends because they can't keep Mbappe and Neymar. They can't. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a case of: Do you want to cash in and get the most money? Do you get more money for Mbappe at this particular yeah, time? You get yeah. more money for Mbappe. Yeah. But he's your crown jewel. Yeah. Yeah. So you won't mind getting rid of Neymar. But where's Neymar going? Real Madrid. Now Neymar's not going to Real Madrid anymore. That, that team's a farce. He's not going to Real Madrid. <laughs> There's only one team that he can go to, and it is Real Madrid. No, no, no. Where no. else can he go? Nah. There's so many. Listen. Did you just say Man City? Man City is an option, yeah. But also, if 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 Barca get rid of Dembele, they'll get Neymar back. If they get rid of Dembele, and that, and 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 that's also another thing I was gonna say. You go back there, but you can't go back there when Messi's there. Yeah, you go, listen. No, but Messi will be getting older. That's me and Dia spoke about. Messi will probably end up eventually playing as a central midfielder. Yeah, because he's so. 
what I mean? And that aligns. We're going to keep, obviously... He needs to go back to Argentina. We're going to keep on... You shall. He will. We're going to keep on this um, ballad door <coughs> of him section, but that aligns with Cristiano throwing out the challenge to Messi, telling him to come and join him in Serie A. Yeah, let me talk about that, that nonsense, yeah? How are you going to tell a man, oh, if you really want a challenge, come to Serie A, where one team exists in that yeah. damn league, and you play for them yeah. already. So what's he going to do? Come and take your crown in your Is that what he's going to do? And that's so you're not going to go play for Inter Milan, is he? And, gonna, and because of that, we're going to head to Serie A as the first league in the European up in a couple of minutes, because... Goliath's Juventus beat my Inter Milan and effectively have, end, have ended the league title in Shop. the first week of December. Glorified you know. Scottish league. You know? That's what it is. At the moment, that's what it's looking like, unfortunately. There's no one challenging Juventus. How you get the team that's won it eight seasons in a row and you get Cristiano Ronaldo and expect anyone else to challenge them? Yeah. It's a joke. Do you know what makes me laugh? The right? league. Do you know what makes me laugh about that league? Juventus got relegated for match fixing rightly so came up and and carried on where they left off what was there to fix <laughs> it's a joke <laughs> no seriously AC Milan and Inter Milan have been garbage Roma had a couple good seasons Napoli Napoli ran um, Juve close but then back bottled it at the most critical but then yeah. but then but then just activated their cheat code and took Higuain yeah and they took um, Pjanic from Roma and it's took Pjanic cheap. from Roma it's just, it's just like when we're Bayern Munich when you yeah. say Leverkusen and Michel Fido yeah, who do they, they take Zimmerberto Balak and um, who was the other one that they took Lucio and Lucio as well it's, what it's is foolishness this? and then they've done the same thing to Dortmund <laughs> It's a joke, bruv. Then what are you it, what challenge has Messi got coming to Italy? It's like when man used to play LMA manager, bruv. And but just take and, and, and use the, the, the cheating and, and take all the best players. Napoli, right? I'm not gonna say where they are, but it's clearly obvious they're not top. But Napoli have played 15, won eleven, drawn two, lost two. Which is a lot of other leagues would either be top or would be a much closer than the eight scored, points they are scored, behind defenders. Scored 32 and conceded 14, right? And they are still eight points, points. behind Juventus who have played 15 and won 14. You know, the, fu- one. You know the funny thing is, is that they started off the season doing randomness as well. So most of these 11 wins have come consecutively and you're eight points Do you see do Juve Juventus. losing a, a league game this season? Yeah. 100%. They'll... Oh, good. No, you, you, I don't. You look at you get worried because I actually thought Inter were going to do something. They edged about 1-0 in Friday's game. Mandzukic with um, a good header from um, Prince Dabala as... Um, uh, <laughs> Does anyone watch this league? I do. I do. I do. I do. I do. I do. I, I've never stopped watching Serie Never. Well, you watch it on? Never. On, on betting apps. Oh, God. I refuse to get 11 sports. That that might go under and be done soon anyway. I hope they do go under. Dybala is balling out in this league, you know. Is that a surprise? Imagine what Messi would do to that league. Imagine what he would actually do to that league if he played in that Juventus team. I want, you know, like... Come on, you bro. You know, like Leon Knight... You want challenge? Tell yeah. him to go to a different league and see what you, you know, do. Like Leon, you know, like Leon Knight does... Um, he will vision. end up in Spain. No, no. Do you know that like Leon Knight does night vision? Yeah. Right? 
We need a section on D-Man. We need a 20-minute pod on D-Man. For ten, what? 10 minutes on Newcastle and 10 minutes for him to trash all the European leagues and it will be the best podcast ever. Bruh. I'm telling you. I'm, I'm telling you. I just have because no I'm time. i to put the questions out there and he's so cynical. Oh. <laughs> this, league, this league actually annoys me. It actually annoys me because every time I look at this result, you <laughs> have scored and they're winning. And if it's not Cristiano, it's Dabal. If it's not him, it's Mandzukic. It's a joke. And think for the first maybe five or six games... Cristiano was doing nothing. Nothing. And they're still coasting. He had goals this lab for far. He was missing open goals and now getting getting in, getting into gear. Sampdoria but, but that, that, but, that, but that was part of his challenge, isn't it? He's trying to say that he's experienced another league and Whoa. how this will give him this and experience. Now, what he wants is he, he wants a Champions League with Juve. But what I'm saying is, mm. look, Juve are first with 43 points. Milan are fourth on 26 points. How trash is that league, please? With a plus six goal difference, and if you look from sixth downwards, yeah, because mm. like you've obviously got the last five matches, so the W's are in green, the oranges D's, <laughs> and the the um, the L's are in red. Like basically, just look from fifth onwards, right? What I'm saying is, <laughs> I'm seeing pure orange in red. So the basically, only, only the top six win the games. The only thing you've done this week, I said, I said to give Inter a whooping uh, the other day. I think I think it was four nil. But, uh, but um, how have you played fifteen games and got three points? They're going to do a Derby County, man. They're going to do a Derby County. This is what we thought Cardiff were doing in Premier. I like the Premier League. You see the bottom clubs got how many points they've got. I like the fact that Palmer are comfortable mid table. Yeah, Trevino, that's your old boy doing bits. Who the hell are Spal? That's your old boy. That's your old boy doing bits, Trevino. Look, even at my bottom of Premier League. Nine points. They've won two games. Nine points, and you're sitting with three. You should be shot. And Kievo. Kievo Dusty. Well, obviously, they're bottom of the league with three points. No, no, no. I'm talking super dusty. (laughs) And look, they've drawn. They've only lost one game in in six. And they're still bottom. In five games, they've lost one game and they've got three points. Atalanta started well they've started leaking, but Atalanta, sorry, Atalanta, sorry, Sampdoria. Oh, that don't make no sense. That's where Torino That don't make no sense. 11th. How have you got three points but a draw in four games? So they, No, it says last five matches. Again? Yeah, so, but, yeah, so, they've, so clearly they've been, don't you hear what you're saying? They've been dot points because... They've drawn drawn six, but they've... I have to look into that. They must have been dot three points. That's how backward this league is. They've been docked. Yeah, they've been docked three points. How trash are you to be? What have you done? Played 12 man on the pitch or something? Eligible player. Oh, come on. Shout out Piatek from Genoa who you think? CR7 this second. He gets on my nerves. Chiro Immobile doing his thing. Caputo at Empoli, which means he'll probably end up at AC Milan next season. Has got six <laughs> Has got six goals. Icardi's not saving you, you know? You know? You don't need to sell him. Brother, go to another Sorry, league. he's got um, ten, sorry, eight goals. Go to another Caputo. league, please. This is annoying. Icardi, well, that's another person that might go rare. Just start banging in them goals because they're struggling. <laughs> Then man, a lot of men had Real Madrid over 1.5 and they won 1 0 for a bail goal. Right? They got beat so, up yesterday. Oh, God, they got slapped by Cisco Moscow. We'll save that for the radio show, mate, the Champions League round now, because I know D Man's going to go in on the Man City as well. But again, as I ask you now, because you're here, right? And I know that you're a much bigger fan of Serie A than D Man is, right? Look at the top five now Juventus, Napoli, Inter, Milan, Lazio, Torino. 
When Jekyll gets fit, are Robert going to break into that or is that going to send said? Milan are not finishing top four. Milan are not <laughs> finishing top four. Nah. Not at all. Suso, come back to Liverpool, please. Milan are not finishing top four. They're a joke. And Inter are inconsistent even if they are third I'm not being funny but with Juventus battering absolutely everyone you're talking about second onwards even Napoli Napoli are six points clear they're six points clear in second so first is a runaway second is a runaway you're talking about third onwards there's a difference of what nine points down to Sampdoria at 11th I think I think when Jekko comes back, you'll definitely see them climb. They might hit. They might hit. Look how many goals they conceded, though. I think this it might the, be Lazio. I think it might be. This Lazio. is what happens when 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 Ellison goes. Twenty mm. goals conceded. Twenty goals conceded. Now this weapon's top keeper. It makes all the difference. David De Gea covered up lots of cracks in Man United's defence last season. This season he's been poor. He had a poor World Cup. And now Man United have what? They beat Fulham 4-1 and now have a plus two goal difference. Oh, wow. I mean, come on, man. You're going to talk about it on Saturday, right? But let's talk about Mo Salah's goal. And the reason I want to talk about Mo Salah's goal is because of who was in goal and for he plays Napoli. in this league. David right. Ospina. That big right. Or Ospina. That's was that, was, that, was that not a typical Arsenal goal to concede, concede. from a goalie's point of view? It was. Where are you going, bruv? I thought it was a <laughs> Where one, are you going? I thought it was a wonderful finish by Salah when I first saw it. I mean, it was intelligent what he did because he got <coughs> him with his eyes. But Ospina, you don't vacate your near post like that. I'm glad he did because we've ended up getting the, the win in the end, you know? But... Um, I was just happy that Dries Merton, after all that smack talk, all Forget that smack, smack talk, you got a team. Bare yeah? smack. Every time people come outfield, they chat bare, you know, about how uh, I thought you would draw by the atmosphere. No, I thought we would, but I thought we would two one and get knocked out on um, on the head to head with Napoli. Nah. So let me get me straight. You got the top two teams in Italy with two Arsenal rejects in goal. Yeah, yep. and you expect man to take these teams seriously next week, please. but that's why they're talking please. about the hair. Don't you like giving the extension? They're talking about the hair going to Juventus next season because they're, they're not. This whole Chesney. extension thing is a foolishness. All it means is the price gone up. That's all it means. <laughs> Chesney had two great seasons at Roma. I'd say one and a half because he's he, trash. He was doing and he no, stopped smoking it. He, he had a stage where he was doing some wild things in goal. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. So let's say one and a half. Yeah. And then he was the understudy for Buffon where he was doing okay. Yeah. Now he's in every single week alongside... You're um, starting to see some randomness. Right, <laughs> right. You're starting to see old habits creeping in when, that he when, had. When you say, when you say he's the goalkeeping version of Morel. Yeah. So, so, <laughs> now you're, now you're so the number actually, one in the focal point. So actually, it's not the Arsenal goalkeeping coaches, bro. <laughs> Like they're Arsenal rejects. That's what I'm saying. But then they, the um, Juventus bought Udinese's goalkeeper. Yeah, um, but he doesn't play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, Pera. yeah. But they're gonna Not be competing. Who was Pera that? Not, was it Bologna or one of them teams? Yeah. Uh, oh no, baby, was he? Please, but he's gonna come in soon anyway. Yeah, what? You need to come back and watch your AC Milan team. You need to. Because every time I watch them, they're trash. They are trash. 
They're awful. They're, they're only they're good to finished. watch when Suso is playing. Oh, they're shocking. And, and, and Kalinoglu shoots from the halfway line. Mm. Right. So we go to La Liga, and um, I wanted him to be wrong, but basically what D-Man said to a couple of weeks ago on the first pod Talk that up, would materialise is happening. Yeah, I always give props when it's due because I will sink from the rooftops. I've told you something. I wanted Sevilla to hold four, but Barcelona are top of the league now. And they ain't four, moving. Four nil win. Oh, did he see Messi's uh, two free kicks? On the weekend. You mean to tell uh, me away at um So Madrid are only five points behind. That's the closest they'll be for the rest of the season, bruv. They're finished. <laughs> They're finished. Yeah. Four nil win for Barca in the derby against um Espanol. Messi's two free kicks. Two brilliant free kicks by yeah. Lionel Messi. Messi is the best free kick taker in the world. I've been Has saying been that for a few, long time. I've been saying that for yeah. a few years. Tell now. me someone who's better. Some people still blowing Cristiano's trumpet for scoring free kicks ten years ago against Portsmouth. Right. <laughs> yeah? Right. Real Madrid five points behind Barcelona but got a plus goal plus four goal if they're moving like Manchester United yeah? <laughs> at least they've won four out of the last five under Solari yeah that's good the, the, good the, the one them. defeat in there was 3-0 against um, Ibar I said I think on the last one I, 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 I don't want to hear none of it I don't want to hear none of it Barcelona are winning this league quite handsomely it's just a case of who's finishing second third and fourth are Barcelona going to win the Champions League no they're not winning the Champions League in fact, they have a chance. Are Sevilla going to stay second due to Real Madrid being um, uh, goal shy oh, compared to previous season? Atletico. Atletico uh, need to stop the drawing, man. They're messing up my Akers. Alaves in fifth. Can they stay there? Hold on a minute. Barca have conceded 19 goals. Yes. We remember we we, we we looked onto that on was it on the show on the last pod? Barca have been conceding goals by Zitra. This is why you can't say who's winning the Champions League because there's so many average teams in there. They're all the same. There's no standout teams in the Champions League. There's none. I don't you, Van, Tus. This guy. Okay. Once they come up a team, come against a team with pacey wingers, they're finished. Levante is. They have got pacey wingers. No, once they come up against the team with pacey wingers, they're finished. Yeah, because your boy Alexandro, I'm not sure about his defending. Them old man will run out of Listen, if you ever saw the nonsense, he can. Listen, we'll save that for the Champions League. He's finished. I hope Man United buy him in January. Well, I do think Marcelo has never been troubled as the Brazil right. left-back in the last how many years. Barca's winning that league. Messi's finishing top scorer. And Levante going to stay sixth? No. no. Look at Valencia underachieving in 15. Villarreal 17th. Oh, God. Athletic Bilbao. 18th. They've won two games this season. You check with, with Munayin and Raul Garcia and Adorich and them, man, they're 18. That is shocking. You're only set, spending money on Bath players, bro. It's, yeah, it's come like Southampton. It's nice to see Deportivo back up there. Different. Hey? No, 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 Deportivo would be. Remember, they got relegated. That's the wrong one. Oh, that's Alavis. That's what I was saying before. That's what I was saying before. Alavis were top about four or five weeks ago, you know? We were talking about it on 40 on top, but that's how many you've missed. I don't want to hear nothing after. I don't want to hear nothing after game week. Ronaldo, the real Ronaldo, he's club Real Valladolid. The club he owns are in... 12th and they've only scored 13 goals this season so I think they so wouldn't they be like they, they wouldn't be a miss putting these boots back on to fire some goals for them alright so um, yeah I, I look Real Madrid were my Spanish team but I've got discrepancies with them for obvious reasons I want Atleti to win that league but they're drawing so much it's open and it's What's been open? very exciting huh? What's open? I'm saying the league 
Barca have got this league wrapped up. Hey, don't make don't, stop your bias. Listen, don't don't yeah? let this fool you. You think I keep telling you? You think Messi got that? <laughs> stop your bias, you man. Right. So two. This just only used to be. No, actually, no. It's pretty interesting because D-Man said Borussia Dortmund were going to blow. Yeah. And a couple games on, they got a good 2-1 win away at Schalke on the weekend. Yeah? They ain't lost a game yet. It's Dortmund coming. are still unbeaten. It's coming. It's coming. You think you think anyone can trust Dortmund? <laughs> You're mad. You see? Well, I, I, I'm not trusting... Dortmund will probably finish third. I'm not trusting Bayern Munich. I'm not trusting... Them. I'm not trusting Bayern Munich either. But I'm, again, not to shut down anything that anyone here is saying, are you watching Dortmund's... I'm watching them. They're, no, no. they're balling. Have you been watching their Bundesliga games? No, that's I've been watching, watching them. I've been watching their games. I've been but watching they're, them. They're, they're they are, ta- they're they are taking the lead. But the you really piece. think Borussia Dortmund can carry this on for the rest of the season? Yes. No, nah, bro. Yes. They're not winning that league. Depends yes. On injuries. They're not winning the injuries. league. I'm telling you, they're if, not winning the league. If players stay fit, 100%. Right. How many seasons do every player stay fit? They're not winning that league, bro. <laughs> They're so who is? I don't care who is, but they're not winning it because they are disappointment. That's all they do. <laughs> That's all they do. They disappoint. Yeah? They're flops. Yeah, when the going gets tough, they get gone, bro. No. Where's oh. Vidal at the moment? He's at Barca and he barely plays, which is what I told you. Why are you happen? asking about Vidal? Vidal, Howard's Robin, Robin's leaving, Howard's Lewandowski. Who the top scorer in Europe? But how old is he? 30. Lewandowski is 30. And he's badding up the Europe, bruv. Champions League and and Bundesliga. Muller's busy fly-kicking man in his head. That's what I'm saying, bruv. Fly-kicking man, Jubert. But they got a couple players in there that um, that Kimmich guy is good. I spoke on by last time. Robert Zeeford ended the season. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Well, the way you're talking last time, Kovac isn't going to finish the season, is he? He's lucky to finish the season. So, um, yeah, Dortmund, seven points clear of Gladbach. I think that Dortmund can win this league. I oh, hope they do. I really do. Yeah. Gladbach, um, we've um, what's that friend? What's that guy called? Uh, Alexander Player, who they bought from Nice, has been banging in goals um, for them. Then uh, he's got eight this season. Paco Alcacer, ten for Dortmund. He's barely played on loan from Barcelona, doing madness. Jovic at Frankfurt deserves a shout out. He scored four in the game. Or was it five not too long ago? Haller from Frankfurt as well. Can Frankfurt hold down? Well, they've dropped to fifth now because they lost the game, but Frankfurt were doing well. They've lost a couple of games recently. Leipzig in fourth, I know Demon said he reckons them to climb over um, Gladbach. The underachievers in the league, Schalke, Schalke, qualify comprehensively for the Champions League group, but lie 13th. And you buy Leverkusen with all their young talent, um, Volland, Brandt, Kai Havertz, Leon Bailey, lie 11th. Talk to me about Brandt. Where's he going? Good player. He was, if anything, good player. Going Bayern. Um, because that was meant to have happened anyway. But um, I hope he's there for now, unless a proper team comes to the fore to take him. But um, that's unacceptable that they're eleventh with a minus five goal difference. That's that's just not good. That's just not good enough. Man. So Dima Bayern, I think Dortmund can hold on. I think Dortmund can hold on. We'll review that again on the next pod. This is this is just fun seeing checking on these European leagues and how they're shaping up. The only reason I'm not even going to for Dima because PSV won six 0 on the weekend, so we're not going <laughs> to look at it like we were. Oh, yeah. I don't see anyone stopping them. So would the, the, the last league? <laughs> oh, no, a quick look at Portugal actually instead to replace. Sorry, French league. Just a brief look, right? French League. 
No, 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 stop, 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 stop. Time out, time out, time out, time out. We have to stick with League One. Thierry Henry. League One, League One. Monaco in that team, yeah? Talk to me about Thierry Henry and Monaco. What is there to talk about? The man's struggling. He's drowning. He's out of his depth. The man is. Why is he struggling? Because he's focusing more on telling him to tuck in his chair than to focus on the actual results. Yeah. Have, you, have you watched any Monaco games? I saw, yep. I've only wa- I watched. Unfortunately, I watched them play PS, PSG, and they got worked. Yeah. Six and, new, and I think you, it was. You watched their Champions League I watched the Champions League games as well. Me, yeah. And they look, they look. All you see is a bag of man running with the ball. Said, there's no it. method because there's so many youngsters that have been put in there because they've been ripped apart. There's no, they, there's no absolutely what, ripped apart. What is, what is their game plan? <laughs> what is, what are they doing? Yeah, I don't get it. I know they're young, whatever. Yeah. They've got injuries, but. Like I said, you see a man just running with the ball in, into no man's land, lose it, and then concede. That's what seems to be the base of their play, bro. I, I just hope it. that this doesn't mean he gets blacklisted. Because they've lost 16. How he's many taken games? over a shambles. No, they've lost nine. Nine he's games. He's taken over a shambles. He's, he's taken over. They've been ripped apart from the team that won the league. Right. right. How long do they give this man? Because time's running out. I hope out. they give him to the summer, but I'm, I'm, I'm sceptical, you know. I'm very sceptical. So he took, he took them over in 18th and then another 19th. Yeah, and then 19th. <laughs> so Patrick Vieira is in charge of who? Nice. Nice. And he's they're where? They were meant to play on the weekend, but because of the riots in Palace. Um, the riots fir- saved two, on Reboy. Two, two, <laughs> two thirds of the thing. Uh, it was the Monaco man that started the riots. Because. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't even be laughing because right, it's serious. Two two thirds of the games in Liga One were cancelled because of the riots. Yeah, coincidentally, one of the goals was cancelled. I don't know I don't know if you remember the picture that we posted on the DD Footy Factory Instagram, right? Yeah. Um it was the new generation, the new batch of the the new batch of managers that are up and coming, right? So let's 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 so, so, I'm trying to keep a straight face here. So let's run through these names and try not to laugh, right? Patrick Vieira doing his thing. Steven yeah. Gerrard doing his thing. Yeah. Diego Simeone doing his doing thing. His thing. Lampard doing his thing. <laughs> Thierry Henry <laughs> Gattuso. Sometimes shit, sometimes good. <laughs> and then and then you've got Sol Campbell to add to that. Ryan Giggs, you gotta throw in there as well. Um Zoe Campbell do better than Reed even kick the ball. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, how do you go from such this elite player where everyone loves you, ever you're arrogant, you're all this, and you're, you're getting slapped up? So here's my question now, right? He's coming like Jim Smith. So here's my question now, right? Because so watching, Campbell at the bottom, well, he took over them in bottom anyway, Macclesfield. You're watching all of these, and they're in League One. Two recent wins in League Two. Yeah, two recent done wins. Two recent wins. They're done in danger here. of dropping to the conference. Yeah, because there's already a six-point gap, even if it is Cambridge. Go back to the first league. Oh, man. So, they've got 13 points. So, they're three points off safety. Who the hell are Amiens? Who the hell are Amiens? Amiens was their last season, so... They, they're Ak- Amiens are Akka killers, mate. So, they played 16. They've won three. Drawn four. <laughs> lost nine. And scored a goal a game. Yeah, does this make you look at? Because you're looking at say Super Sunday now. Yeah, 
and it's all relatively younger players that have retired within the last few years, right? Whereas we, when when we grew up, it was Andy Gray, Richard Keys, yeah, and all these other guys, right? Yeah. Does does this make you look at the pundits and what they have to say? a little differently knowing that quite a few of them are now going yeah, into management yeah they'll come back to, to haunt them and they're failing yeah um me personally ever since I started going to Arsenal games I'd say 2007 2006 2007 yeah I rarely watch football matches with the sound on when I'm at home <laughs> no listen I, I and I say that to but I have to watch the premiership with the sound on otherwise I'm switching it off Mm. Because, because that ball's in the air way too many too times. Much, bro. Too much, yeah. Yeah, so man has to have, have that on to, to, to add to the thing. But in terms of what, what they bring, these pundits, Gary Neville, for example, let's be honest, he failed at management, yeah? But I still respect his opinion when, when he came back. Yeah. Because Audrey, he was a professional footballer. Yeah. I, no, because... Sorry, was, a successful... Professional footballer. Very. Yeah, but I think his, 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 his analysis was yeah. top-notch. Yeah. Yeah. Henri's analysis hasn't has never been top notch. Yeah, he just brings a bit different. <laughs> yeah. If, if you, we look at this here, right? <laughs> you come back to Sky Sports, bro. I'm not reading you, bro. So then he played devil's advocate with Gary Neville, right? Yeah. Right back, Man United, arguably one of the biggest teams in the world. Mm. Gary um, Neville is arguably one of the best right backs ever to play in our league. Mm. So yeah, his analysis is great. But when he was at Valencia, it's not that they was losing, it's that they was losing emphatically. Yeah. yeah. Regularly. Right. And you're supposed to be a defender. I never saw Gary Neville as a manager. I think he's found his lane in this, this whole analysis. Yeah, yeah because yeah, you that's can't his, always, yeah. That's his yeah. calling. Yeah. Are you telling yeah. man yeah. stay in his lane? Yeah. It's yeah. not... I don't, I don't... I don't... I respect you for trying something different. Same with Omri, I respect it. But, come on, it's not for you. <laughs> right, right now, it's looking like it's not for you. Yeah, so go find something else to do. Yeah, another sport or another. <laughs> 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 like, like Tony Adams, what's he doing at rugby? Rugby, now the rugby president, bro. He, all right. No matter how bad he is, he will never be as bad as Tony Adams. Yeah, because Tony Adams had that. Training video. I ain't oh, seen Tony. Yeah, that'd be I'm not seeing Henry dancing up and down like some, some idiot, bro. But <laughs> I, you know what? Henry may get it right. He yeah. may get it right. Yeah. But I don't know how long Monaco are going to give him. I think maybe he's jumped into a big, a too much of a high profile job first. Yeah. Maybe try a Macclesfield or something like that just to get your feet wet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and build from there, innit? <laughs> build from there. Because right about now. I, I feel for the guy because I want him to do well. To do well, yeah. But I'm getting angry now. Yeah. <laughs> Every time they take licks, bro, I get annoyed, bro. When they got trashed 3-0 at home by who was it in the Champions League? Oh, 4 0 by Club Bruce. By Club <laughs> 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 He's lucky they didn't, they didn't burn him, bro. Burn effigies of him, bro. He's lucky that he got out of that ground alive, bro. Yeah, you do not lose at home by four goals to Club Bruce and expect to keep your job. Yeah? <laughs> The man's walking on thin ice, bro. So please, get it right. And it's not like the quality in the French league is any good. You've got one team in there. 
arguably two or three, Marseille yeah. and Leon. Yeah, 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 yeah. But come yeah. on, the rest of them are just relic. They're, they're rubbish. Hold tight, Lil and Montpellier, rapid. Yeah, rapid. Even though they're still a, a, a country mile <laughs> behind uh, PSG, who have not won any league games since me and their team had lost. Spoke on them. Um, Strasbourg, um, the latest team that they drew against, and Strasbourg were who ended their unbeaten one last season, incidentally. Okay, so can um, we, we've, said, we've said Juve can't go season unbeaten. Can yeah. PSG do it? Of course they can, because they played thing the other day. Um, they had a really tough game the other day away at... I think it was away at Marseille, actually. And then Mbappe, Bitch, they pulled away at 1-2-0, realistically. This is just, you know... They, they, they just And the thing is, well, what they're doing is that they're resting, they're playing games, and you're not even bruv, regularly seeing Every time Cavani, I turn over, you're not even regularly Neymar and Mbappe on the pitch together. It's a joke. They're putting on all these, they're putting these youngsters in, they're sprinkling them. So these guys, Unkunu or whatever his name is, um, they've, they're putting a few of these youngsters in. And they're just going to be ready. It's like what Germany did at international level. These guys are going to be ready. So you can sit there and talk about the amount of money that Paris has around the sweat, but they're actually giving a lot of these younger players starts in big league games, and they are represented. Yeah, we saw what Kimbembe... There's not a single big league we, game We see what Kimbembe did um, in... Was it Champions League debut when he pocketed uh, Messi? In, yeah. the, in, in, in the first leg but you're not up in the second leg but um, <laughs> you know so they're, they're giving them a chance because people be like oh yeah the money spent and check book this and that random but what's this about Trent Alexander could be out for a few weeks yes that was um, yeah Trent we've got a few so people Trent, Trent, Gomez, Trent Gomez Matip. and um, Matip uh, James is going to end up playing at centre half <laughs> we're still through all this the main ones if, if that gets injured then right off like Liverpool will not be able to hold about Liverpool will be able to hold where they are with him if he goes it's a wrap because he organises that whole back four we're going to have to look yeah, at yeah, Lovren let's, right? not, let's not get into Liverpool right? Right? so that. yeah exactly we'll save that for Saturday so what PSG are they going to lose a game for life this season I don't think anyone's going unbeaten this season. They don't think so in Europe? Nah. So who's that left? Just PSG, Liverpool. PSV. PSV haven't lost, have they? Okay. PSG, PSV, Liverpool and Dortmund, right? That are unbeaten teams in uh, in Europe. Juve haven't lost either. And obviously, yeah, sorry, of course, Juventus. <laughs> They're the shot. Um, oh, sorry, PSV have lost. My bad. My bad. Um, so... Um, to one defeat, so yes, yeah, so left. So who who will lose first out of those teams? PSV lost two one to Feyenoord. Um, you know that I actually watched that game. They tried to throw. Oh my god! Someone threw something was, on the pitch, yeah, didn't they, to try and stop them from a final yeah, 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 fan yeah, yeah, threw yeah. something on the pitch to stop the PSV player from scoring, didn't they? I'm, uh, I watched that game. I did not actually remember that. Goodness me! So <laughs> yeah, over these are nothing has changed since me and Dima spoke. Apart from that defeat, that two one defeat for um, PSV. There's uh, a top two three right there. There's a top three. Final third with Robin Van Persie busting some games in central midfield. <laughs> now as he's aged on, but he's got the touch and the technique to be able to do it. So, um, PSV or Ajax, who's going to win that league? PSV. PSV. And just a last quick stop before we wrap up the podcast. Benfica are in fourth. But they've qualified for the Champions League in the Portuguese league are Porto going to win that or yes. can Sporting Lisbon with all the players that they lost can they can they stop them no with Bastos and the crew no they lost all Jolson Martins and all that there still got Jolson Fernandes there um, Braga Benfica so yeah, yeah I hope they go into administration who Sporting 
Oh, for the way they had all the players. Yeah. <laughs> that whole situation was just a complete mess. Yeah. <laughs> you got your ultras tamping up players. Yeah, I know. Nah, 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 nah. Doss actually terminated his contract and then for some reason went back to side it. But yeah, Joseph Martins went at Letty. Uh, and how's he doing? Because I haven't R- been R- watching R- the R- league. R- I'm not going to lie to you. Patricio obviously went to Wolves. <laughs> Just had people fly out all over and and leave left, right, and centre. So yeah, so we'll see. But yeah, we'll <laughs> I do enjoy that European roundup. It's quite funny. We'll <laughs> we'll leave it there. I've 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 made D man angry by paying some, giving some leagues more. Uh, Brother, half their more airtime like. <laughs> Sorry for the excessive language. And obviously, in regards to my comment uh, earlier about racism, as I was saying, and Dima broke it down better than me, I didn't articulate myself. I wasn't saying that black people can't be racist or prejudiced, but they are not as much as a threat for the lack of power that they have. But as we said... One uh, last question uh, before we go, up, yeah. because Paul Ince was talking on Raheem Sterling and then they asked him if he's the best player in the league currently. Yeah. And he said, no, he thinks it's Eden Hazard. Who would you say currently is the best player in the Premier League at the moment? Raheem Sterling. You think Sterling? Yeah, Sterling's on Raheem fire. Sterling. If he's golden assist, Sterling's on fire. He's if you're talking Raheem on Sterling. form, if you're talking on form, yeah. He's better than Raheem Sterling. I'm asking you. Yeah, 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 I'll go with Sterling. I've had to go with that at the moment. He's, I mean, it hurts because he used to pay for my team. Um, but, um, yeah, in terms of the goals and assists and um, his contribution to games, how he affects the play, he drops into different positions. He's You'd have to say that. If we're looking at goal contributions, yeah, combined goals. Obviously, Hazard's doing that as well, but Hazard was older. Um you're basing it solely off of this season? Are you basing no, no, it over the past? No, I'm saying because you said that at the moment. No, you said it at the moment. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's this yeah, season, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So just and overall based over the last few seasons? That's hard because Mo Salah was the best season player last yeah, season. Yeah, it's hard because it's different, yeah. Salah, uh, Hazard was the one before that. Yeah. And then before that was Morris. So, yeah. Bye. Come back, come back into the season, I'll yeah. answer that. Mm. <laughs> from Hazard's taking the whole season off I can't put him up there that's bro. what I'm saying bud have any of you changed your mind about who will win the Premier League this season nope I still I say st- Liverpool I still don't I support Liverpool I'm still going with Manchester City I hope we can do it though the in- injuries aren't looking good at the moment but I hope we can do it I pray I'm done I don't have any more random questions to throw out. <laughs> That'll be all. <laughs> so we are out. <laughs> Pitch DMM, FNX Network, and also my SoundCloud 2 Double D. You can catch the podcast, and uh, that's Double D, D U B U L D E, and that is me on all the social networks SoundCloud, Twitter, Instagram, everywhere. The same thing. You can catch this show and any recordings you may have missed, any playbacks of the Footy on Top show, which comes on On Top FM on a Saturday morning. That is where we are every week, and obviously, in between those, every two to three weeks, you will get the D&D football podcast. Me and D will be here literally every week. That's for um, Goliath. Um, we'll see about Goliath. Big Sam will be here soon. I know FB Joe will be rolling through for a few. Darren T, Tish, a lot of people listen to it. They want to get on there. We'll see how it works. I was supposed to be off this Saturday, but I've had to change it because of the staff work party. And it's not it's not down to me. Yeah. So, um, not trying to be out where I work or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But the next Saturday I have off, funnily enough, is the one after Christmas. So I don't know whether you lot are going to be doing it. And that is that, that not the same day that Liverpool and Arsenal play? Yeah, it is. 
It's that Saturday. That'll be interested. That's the Saturday I have off work. Right, so there you go. So, yes. I was supposed to be going to that Liverpool game, actually. So, meet Double D. I'm out. D-Man, what what are your your social media handles, bro? It's illphenomenal25 on everything. That's Instagram, Twitter, and that's all I'm on. Yeah? (laughs) But if you can't spell it, then you ain't going to find me. Yeah? And... Dude, he's the complex one because he's got different things. No, 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 no. They're only they're they're only getting my Twitter. I don't want you following me on Instagram. I'm getting too much grief on that. Um, so you can follow me on Twitter, which is Flex in the City. That's it. That's it. So, okay. So right. So yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, so yeah, to wrap that up there, so remember hashtag footy on top, anything to do with the radio show if you're listening to that, and um, hashtag DD footy pod for anything you want to discuss from this or episode one, and also as well, still give us your black, um, all black exercise, your all black Premier League all time exercise, all right, because a lot of people, that's a bit racist, isn't it? No, no, you know what? It aligned to the documentary, no, what's no, wrong no, with you? No. Look no. at him next time, mm. oh, next, next, next episode, we can talk about your all time. Premier League eleven that were that are English. That oh, that's a very good one. That's a yeah. very good one. You know. So yeah. So remember. So hashtag DD forty pod. So all yeah. I know is the left back. <laughs> that's going to be interesting. Yeah, I think we're all going to go fashion goal because we as he was in the black team as well. So yeah. So thank you very much for listening, people. We are out. Peace.